Hi, I'm Jay John. You're listening to Heroes of the Faith. Many Christians throughout the centuries have inspired me and there is much we can learn from them. I have been writing about some of my heroes of the faith and here they are, read by my wife, Killy. Josephine Butler was one of the most important English women of the 19th century. She worked tirelessly for decades trying to rescue prostitutes and prevent women being trafficked into prostitution, and in doing so, exposed a dreadful business that many people would have preferred to remain hidden. Josephine was born into an upper middle-class Christian family who were very much interested in social reform and who treated her education with a seriousness rare at that time. In her teenage years, Josephine's childhood faith was deepened through a spiritual experience that gave her a profound love for Christ. She married a man who not only loved her deeply, but shared her faith. Just when life of quiet respectability seemed guaranteed, tragedy struck with the death of their daughter in 1863. And Josephine, always sensitive to injustice, began to occupy herself in charity work, visiting workhouses and rescuing prostitutes from the streets. A combination of social and economic factors had meant that prostitution was widespread in Victorian Britain. It was covered by weak laws and policed with a harsh insensitivity. Unpleasant as it is to mention, prostitutes were treated as villains rather than victims, frequently abused. There are appalling references to padded rooms in brothels and in an age when there was no treatment for sexual diseases, virgins were much prized. Matters were made worse by Victorian sensitivities, which meant that the injustices and cruelties were hidden because decent people would not mention or investigate them. Josephine simply befriended prostitutes, speaking to them of Jesus, and where possible, offered them a way out. Some she housed in her own house, others in hostels. She also began public meetings to take her campaign against prostitution and female injustice to the nation. It took courage as she was subjected to repeated verbal and sometimes physical attacks. For a woman to speak publicly was unusual in the Victorian era and for one to speak on sexual matters was felt to be an outrage. Despite frequent ill health, Josephine tirelessly traveled across the country, speaking everywhere she was allowed to. She soon made strategic friends and as the years passed, saw bad laws repealed and good laws introduced. In the 1880s, she began a campaign against child prostitution which resulted in the age of consent being raised from 13 to 16, a move which made the prosecution of the men involved possible. Josephine's passion extended beyond the injustices of prostitution to every area in which women were badly treated. She was a prime mover in demanding that women's education be taken seriously 
and an early advocate for women's right to vote. Josephine also campaigned rigorously against the system by which the British Army in India obtained large numbers of local prostitutes in order to protect the health of its soldiers. Josephine was in every way a remarkable woman and her life and actions pose all sorts of challenges to us today. There are the obvious things, her commitment, her sacrifice, her courage and her passion. There is also, of course, her relevance. A century and a half later, such things as child abuse, people trafficking, prostitution and the sexual mistreatment of women have not gone away. Yet there are many other aspects to her life and let me list five that I find fascinating. One, Josephine was a woman of faith. Josephine was driven by a living faith in Jesus in which daily prayer and Bible study were essential. One of her famous sayings was, God and one woman make a majority. Two, Josephine was a woman of grace. While many Victorian Christians abhorred the horrors of prostitution, they took a cold and condemning approach that ended up punishing the women involved. Josephine shunned judgment and instead showed friendship and love for those at the heart of this evil trade. Ultimately, her battle was not against prostitution as a system, but for prostitutes as people. Three, Josephine didn't close her eyes. The vast majority chose simply to look away. After all, prostitution was a business that was conducted largely at night behind closed doors and which generally involved girls of the lower classes. Josephine realised that in the face of evil, it's not enough simply to turn your face away. She acted. Four, Josephine was prepared to break the rules of society. She chose to do what society said she mustn't do. In doing so, she was, of course, following the pattern of Jesus, who shocked his contemporaries with his friendship for those who were considered sinners. Five, Josephine recognised the limits of the law. Yes, she was a great social reformer, but she was under no illusions that morality could save society or individuals. Josephine's great hope was the transformation of lives through an encounter with Jesus. In the current climate, there are a lot of empty plinths where statues have been removed. A very suitable replacement would be one of Josephine Butler. I suspect, however, that had we asked her whether she wanted to be commemorated in some iron or bronze figure, she would have said that her best memorial was the continuation of her work. I agree. I hope you've been inspired by today's Heroes of the Faith podcast. Please visit our website, canonjjohn.com where you can sign up to receive future blogs direct to your inbox. Thank you for listening.